Hey everybody, I'm Jackson. And I'm Lauren. And this is Who It Up? The Mass Singer Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to Who It Up? I missed it. I was a little late. I was a little late on the Who Is That? That is fine. Uh, Season 3 recap. Yeah. That's what we're doing. The Mass Singer Podcast. The Mass Singer Podcast. Who is that? The Mass Singer Podcast. Full title. There we go. <laughs> All right. So, season three, we were so pleased that it yes. was announced immediately after season two finished. Yeah. They were like, they were like, it was on the final episode, right? We'll be back after the Super Bowl. Yeah, and we're, they were like, literally like, we'll be back in two months. <laughs> the Super Bowl's so fast. And it was yeah. great. No, to only have to go for roughly a month and a half without the Mass Singer. Because uh-huh. remember, we watched the final episode like a couple weeks after it aired, right? I think we did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, we were all... like out of town. Yeah. And we wanted to watch it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah super, we Christmas. super crazy how we avoided spoilers for like two weeks on that. Yeah. No, how did I we mean, do that? I deleted my Twitter. That's how I did it. Like... <laughs> Just no Twitter, nothing, no social media. Can't risk it. Cannot yeah. risk it. But yeah, with season three, I mean, we had we had a Super Bowl viewing party that was really, for us, more of a Matt Singer viewing party. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was crazy because that's the last party we had. And I mean, there were like 25, 30 people like crammed into our living room. Yeah. It was crazy. And that will never happen again. Nope. (laughs) Anyways, let's get into some specs, Lauren, for season three. So season three was definitely the longest season to date. It had 18 episodes starting from February 2nd to May 20th. A glorious three months of Mass Singer. I will say they definitely stretched it out because they had that one sing-along episode. That's true. Like, I really think they were just trying to be like, okay, since we're not shooting anything right now, we need to make all of our shows go as long yeah, as we can. Yeah, which, very fair. Very fair. <laughs> um, So, you know, same host, Nick Cannon, same panel with some guest people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, We had 18 contestants, which was the most we've had so far. Yeah. Separated into three groups, group A, B, and C. Between all of these people, they had 69 Grammy nominations, 88 gold records, 11 Super Bowl appearances, three stars in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, hundreds of tattoos, and <laughs> one title in the Guinness Book of World Records. Who was the world record holder? I think that might have been, was it Chaka Khan? Maybe. Because it was it was something about like, now I gotta look it up. <laughs> While Lauren is looking that up, I am gonna go into <laughs> who was in each group, all of our contestants for the season. We're gonna go group by group, not technically in their entire final order, but in their order by how they got out in their group. So group A had uh, Robot as Lil Wayne, it was, Llama as it Drew Carey. What is what is his world record? Uh, what you got with us, Hunter? Let me look. Let's go, Hunter. Come on. Broken record, super clue mean. Um. <laughs> Hold on, I, I saw the headline okay. and went ahead and made the announcement. Keep going. Continuing with Group A, Miss Monster is Shaka Khan, White Tiger, Rob Gronkowski, Kangaroo as Jordan Woods, and Turtle is Jesse McCartney. I think I'm saying that backwards. I should be saying Jesse wow. McCartney as Turtle. All yes. right, I'm going to jump back in. Okay. Hunter Hayes holds the world record for the most concerts played in multiple cities over a 24-hour period. How many? 10 shows in 10 different cities in 24 hours to help wow. raise awareness about child hunger. Wow. That's actually really impressive. Wow, Hunter Hayes. That's really cool. Good for you, Hunter. That's insane. Yeah. That's like one one concert in a different city every 2.4 hours. Wow. That's incredible. Good for wow. you, Hunter Hayes. Come on the podcast to discuss how tiring and taxing <laughs> that was. Two Alrighty. hours and 24 minutes. Yes. Every concert. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, well, you need travel time, right? <laughs> well, no. I mean, I don't mean like all the concerts were that long. Oh, I just sure. mean one concert every two hours and sure. 24 minutes. Sure, sure, sure. Then we had a group B. Elephant. 
Tony Hawk, Mouse, Dion Warwick, Taco, Tom Bergeron, Banana, Brett Michaels, Kitty, Jackie Ivanco. Ivanko? I think it's Ivanko. Ivanko. That's how they pronounce it. It's probably actually meant to be pronounced Ivanko. Cool. Frog as Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow or Bow Wow. I think his official name is Bow Wow now. He is, okay. He's Big Bow Wow now. <laughs> <laughs> Group C, Bear, Sarah Palin, Swan, Bella Thorne. T-Rex, Jojo Siwa, Astronaut Hunter Hayes, the aforementioned world record holder, Rhino, Barry Zito, and Night Angel, Candy Burris, obviously, who was our eventual winner. Yeah. So let's go into some overall thoughts and overall thoughts about the finale, how the season sort of went. Yeah. Um, so as we talked about sort of on last episode, the star power, I feel like, increased dramatically. Maybe not dramatically. Yeah. Well, I mean, our first elimination was Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, one of the most prolific rappers of all time, and who I guessed immediately. Oh, well, as soon as you hear him speak, you're like, that's Lil Wayne. <laughs> they might as well have just had his signature, like, lighter at the beginning of his song, because you could tell immediately. Well, and none of the panelists guessed it. I was like... Which is, I I have to think someone guessed it, and they're like, don't include that. Everyone knows who it is, but we can't have everyone know yeah. immediately. <laughs> but yeah, so, but yeah, Star Power was huge. The talent, I thought, dipped a little bit, if I'm going to be honest. From season two. It yeah. dipped a little bit. No, I mean, there were a lot of, like, really big names in this. But, yeah. like, I felt like Turtle was our number one consistent showstopper. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I will... This is my hot take of the episode. I would take multiple performances of season two over any performance in season three. By anyone. I agree. I love Turtle so much, yeah. but... A couple Rottweiler performances I would take over any. Uh, Tennessee Whiskey by The Fox I would take over any. And probably even um, Rainbow by Thingamajig I would take over any. I agree. Yeah. I, well, it was, and I, thought it was... that, I thought that, of course, our winner was Night Angel. And she was probably one of the most, like technically gifted singers yeah. that we've seen which candy burris candy burris she's, showed out yeah incredible she, yeah. she is incredible yeah but yeah you know it's just like i don't know they didn't they didn't like get to me at my core yeah. the same as a lot of the there was two performances uh did. there was one huge performance which we'll talk about later by the turtle that really broke me but besides that yeah it was um i don't know yeah season two still but some good performances st- though still, some still fun a great season still, yeah still a really fun and like season. definitely if you're here more for you know, seeing the celebrity reveals and, like, the rumors of who each person could be and looking at the clues, this is definitely the season for you. Yeah, for sure. A really cool thing I thought about this season was this was the first time, besides Fox's uh, interlude in his final performance, this was the first time we had a rapper on the show. Not who yeah. rapped, well, sorry. Little Wayne was, was on the show, but he who sang. made it far. Yes, you know and, what I but mean? Bow Wow rapped on the show as his performances, and he made it to the final round. Yeah, he was I mean, top he three. Was, he was third. So. And I think that was, I thought that was just cool. I don't know. It opens up more possibilities for, for performers well, and, and for more genres. he was also a great dancer, and he was, <sighs> he's great as a rapper. Crazy so. legs. Mr. Crazy legs. Crazy frog legs. It's like Crazy Frog, but also Crazy Legs. And do that Crazy Frog. <laughs> okay. Yep, correct. Uh, <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> thank right. you, Lauren. But yeah, I thought so I thought that was that was really cool. Um, yeah. So, yes. Halfway through the season, COVID hit, and they started... They, they had already uh, filmed the whole season, so none of the yes. actual episodes were affected. But then they had the... I wrote down behind the mask. It's not behind the mask, because I it's saw not. it. It's not. It's after the mask? Isn't that it? After the mask, I think. I think. I'm going to look it up real quick. But yes, uh, so while I look it up, yeah, what did so you think about a, it? Okay, so they had a post-show at the after every episode, and they had a Zoom audience that looked real creepy. Yes, after Like, they the would show all right. the different screams and just see a bunch of tiny people like, woo, 
It's kind of strange. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I definitely have a lot of the same vibe as you. We're like, I don't know that it was necessarily worth watching most of the time. I thought it was fine. Yeah, and it, it was very much, it I was thought, fine. a plug for the person who had just gotten off. So, yeah. like, after Brett Michaels got off, um, who saying... was the banana? Well, no, he, he was promoting his book. Oh, true. He was on After the Mask and on the episode where he was revealed, like, promoting his book that was coming out. Yeah. And then also after uh, Jackie Ivanko got out, like, she did a little thing where she sang an extra song. Yeah. Well, she sang an extra. Hunter Hayes sang an extra song. Oh, that's right. Barry Zito sang an extra song, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he totally did. So, like, which is cool, you know? It's cool to actually see these singers without their costumes, you know, doing their thing. Well, I mean, which especially is, which someone is cool. like Barry Zito is not, yeah, like, who, a singer, you know? Who's not known for being a well, singer, I mean, for I guess sure. he has released some music, but, yeah. like, he's more known for being an uh, athlete. Uh, yeah, for being a baseball player. Um, but, yeah, I think... The only person I want to see sing on After the Mask. <laughs> Dr. Elvis. <laughs> Dr. Elvis. Dr. Elvis is the person, I think, who's most likely to come on this podcast. Probably no one will. But Probably not. I think, Dr. Elvis, if you're listening to this, please, dear God, come on. We'll let you sing for us. It'll, it could just be an hour-long we'll podcast you of you no, singing. No, you'll let us listen. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Elvis, I want him on The Mask Singer. Well, here's I the want thing. him on it. I think that him being on this After the Mask show makes him famous enough makes to be on The Mask Singer. Makes him a celebrity enough to be on The Mask Singer. He would probably win. Because his voice is just incredible. When he and Nicole did that duet. It was so good. Oof, Dr. Elvis, thank you for gracing us with your beautiful voice. Um, I think I think it would have been more worth it going back to overall after the mask. It would have been more worth it if they would reveal better clues. Yeah, Maybe I agree. Because they, they'd always be like, oh, a bonus clue for this person, and it was just never It was it, I, it just I didn't, didn't have that much of a payoff. Yeah. I think maybe if they revealed clues even throughout the episode, maybe because typically what? You have a maximum of six people perform on the next episode, right? Yeah. So like if you do that, you could probably almost have one for each new person. Yeah. Each person to perform. I think that would be worth watching it. I would yeah. tune in just for that. So, you know, maybe maybe do that and, yeah. and it'll be better. I mean, instead we cut ourselves fast forwarding to Dr. Elvis and that yeah, was it. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> um, final comment about this. Nick Cannon, are you okay? <laughs> Nick Cannon, blink twice if you're okay. <laughs> because... <laughs> He's just like his eyes look so dead. He, I was like, "Are you good?" They made him sleep in that studio, and you can't convince me otherwise. He, well, I mean, it was just like the whole green screen, and then like the creepy Zoom audience, all those elements together. I was like, and you know, I mean, obviously, most people have had a rough time during this pandemic. Yes, of course, of course. But like Nick Cannon, yeah, buddy. Nick Cannon. Oh my god, Pal. are you okay? Sorry that we didn't listen before when that was obviously a cry for help on that we're here now though if you need someone to talk to yeah <laughs> because if they're still making you sleep in that studio please blink twice if you're in danger now yeah. i know i originally said blink twice if you're okay now yeah, blink twice that. if you're in danger scratch scratch, scratch the original part just type uh, something out in morse code we'll listen yeah yeah so back to back to sort of the overall episodes yeah uh, off after the mass now. Um, there were more gimmick-based clues this year and more themes. They had that one that was like, let's hear from their middle school teacher or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, there was like the one with the college roommate and then they put a bunch of stuff where their head should be yeah, so you couldn't hear them. exactly. And then, interesting. And then there was the one where after their performances, they brought out like a, what did they do? They brought out some like visual stuff. 
Do you remember what I'm talking about? Because I remember oh, the oh, turtle oh, had... Yeah, yeah, so they had the stuff that had been confiscated when they came yes. in, like yes. when they x-rayed their bags or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is just funny because like... um. So I, I was able to actually be in the audience for one episode of this show. And, you know, I mean, you go through metal detectors, like they won't let you bring, yeah. you know, phones, like anything where you could record or take pictures or anything, obviously, yeah. because the show is all about spoilers and secrets and everything. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, so it was definitely funny seeing them go through like the same security line, even though, you know, the panelists don't actually go through that line. Yeah. <laughs> most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And then it just showed like, oh, what was in this person's bag? And it had all these clues. So I thought that was really fun, too. Yeah. 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 Um, um, I liked I liked it. And I thought it added something new and fresh, but for some, sometimes I thought, especially like the one where we got like the college roommate and stuff at the beginning, I feel like it didn't always reveal as many clues as I wanted to, you know, so I liked the gimmick of it. I thought it was a cool new fresh way to do it, but I wish they would like keep the same gusto in revealing the, the clues about people. Well, and I also think, um, something I did think was fun about this season was that the structure of the episodes, once we got out of the episodes that were focused on the three groups. Yeah. And because, you know, those kind of took a while and like you'd see one group and not see the other two. And then by the time we finished with group C, we kind of forgot about group A. Yeah. Because we just didn't see them. But yeah. once we got past those and we were in like the final six, we had some really cool structured episodes. So we had the ones where there we would see like four people and there were two pairs that would go against each other. That was cool. And then the losers of the pairs would have a showdown. Yeah. And the clue packages were just like these two characters competing and showing down. And yeah. there were two of them. I think it was Astronaut and Rhino or something. I know or Astronaut, Astronaut and, and Turtle. Turtle. It was Astronaut and Turtle. Yeah. Okay. Because they did like kind of a mirror exercise thing together. And yeah. it was just very cool. And well, and it, it's, it's cool too, especially with that pair. It made it more of a competition pair. element. Yeah. Especially with that pair, because I feel like. They're so similar, they especially as the their characters on the show. As like the more boy bandish kind of guy. Yeah, and I, and I think that adds a, another element of competition, like you said. And yeah. it sort of, I don't know, it almost personalizes it more. I don't even know if... No, I agree. No, because it, it's almost like, I mean, a lot of times, like, yes, it is a competition show, yeah. but you also don't see a lot of the characters interacting. Yeah, You don't yeah, see a exactly. lot of that, like, head-to-head kind of deal. Yeah, for sure. And while I'm sure that most of the time when they shoot these clue packages, it's not actually the celebrities in the costumes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was still really fun. No, yeah, I, I, I definitely enjoyed that aspect of well as well. Um, we haven't talked a ton about guest hosts, but... You know, I, I always liked when they have a guest host on. I don't think yeah. it's like, it's not always necessary, but I think it's cool. I think it's fun. They have yeah. some cool hosts. I love Joe McHale. Community is one I of my favorite TV things. shows of all time. So he's great. And I don't like, I, Robin Thicke, not a great person in real life. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he, well, he's done some bad things. Obviously, I don't know him personally. Robin, come on the podcast to discuss. But, you know, um, he, he done, done some questionable things, but... Joe McHale, I feel like, fits a similar mold. Yeah. So, well, like, also, you could have Joel McHale on, and it would be fine, but whatever. Robin Thicke's <laughs> role as a panelist has been to be, like, the the vocal or musical consultant in a yeah, way. Yeah. So, to be the person who's like, oh, well, this person obviously has a lot of training. This person is a technically very good singer, yada, yeah. yada, yada. Personally... I think Nicole's a better singer, and she should be that person. Well, no, I think I think hot definitely t- that's my hot take of the episode. I mean, Nicole Nicole's voice is outstanding. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think Robin Thicke is a good singer, and I I think yeah. that's fine because you have two people with musical knowledge in Robin and Nicole, and then you have two people who sort of fill different molds with Jenny and Ken. Yeah. You know, so like it's fine. And I I will say here's here's another kind of hot take. I do sometimes feel like Robin's guesses are actually 
accurate. I think they cut him out sometimes because a lot of times you won't see him guessing, and I think it's because he guessed right. I do kind of think Robin that's is a fair. good guesser. No, that's fair. I You're will totally say right. I'll, I'll say that about Robin. Like I don't, I don't. But you know, Joel McHale's great, and so I, I, I like Joel McHale. McHale on it. Um, Jay Farrow was Jay Farrow on this season. As a guest oh, host, remember. he's great always. I was also going to talk about um on April Fools on that episode. Oh my goodness, they the Snoop Dogg fake Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. I for a second because we were watching it, also, it, and it I was like, like, I was like, that is like that looks like Snoop Dogg. But, I guess it's Snoop Dogg. But, but also, also, what happened to Snoop Dogg? Because he looks different. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I I have no idea how much of the reactions from the panelists were real, but yeah. I know Nicole was like, I'm sitting right next to you, and I thought you were Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he he looks a lot like Snoop Dogg. So <laughs> So Snoop Dogg impersonator. I bet we could get him on the show. Maybe. Snoop Dogg impersonator. Come on. <laughs> Alrighty. So those are our overall thoughts for season three. Now we're going to move into more specifics. So first, who was robbed? Uh, Turtle, obviously. Turtle. Turtle was. Turtle was. Candy Burris was great. I love Candy Burris. Candy Burris was great. She's fantastic. Well, and it's also like, I'm, you know, it's nice that we finally had a woman who won Absolutely. the show. Because season one and two, obviously that did not happen. Yeah. But... I don't know. I just really love. <laughs> Say Turtle. your feelings, That's Lauren. All. No, That's no all. I and once again, I think it's tough because once again, people in the audience they don't see the whole season lead up. Right. I thought Turtle was far more consistent throughout Definitely. the season. Definitely. Yeah. But when it when it relies on that final episode, you know, Nightingale's like, final do? performance was incredible. She yeah. killed it. Based on final performances, I understand why she won. Yeah, I understand. But overall, I'm sure it was close, my boy though. Turtle. I have a, I have an affinity, and actually, I, I missed a note before. I had a really good guessing season, to be fair, <laughs> because fair. <laughs> uh, I guessed, I guessed Jesse McCartney pretty quick off the bat. I, I listened to "Right Where You Want Me," the Jesse McCartney album. 50 times throughout my youth, easily, 50, 100 times. So I'm pretty familiar with Jesse McCartney's voice. And I, I did guess it pretty quick. And so I think from that, I had a real affinity for Turtle throughout the whole That's season. Fair. So like... Well, and like we all knew Robot as soon as he opened his mouth. Yes. Um, you definitely guessed Frog right off the bat. I did. The like, the like Mike clues definitely hit it for me. Yeah. And I mean, we all know, knew White Tiger was, was Ron immediately. Yeah, Gronk, come on. Who, who are you on. fooling? <laughs> you guessed Jojo Siwa. I did. I did. Yeah. yeah. Well, because also like the episode I was there... Um, um, it was Group C, so yeah, I so did you got see, to see her. Jojo Siwa. Um, uh, we guessed astronaut. I actually had a little help from my friend Taylor. Shout out Taylor for that one. Yeah. she told me about astronaut, and then once I heard it, I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, that's what and, and, and saw. Yeah, the clues, I mean, we went so. back and forth on a few people with astronaut. Yeah, but yeah. We did eventually get it before it was guessed. Yeah. Also, so I wrote before down on our revealed. going back to who was robbed. Uh, I wrote down astronaut. But I don't know. I'm not firm on that. Well, here's what I think. I think that if Astronaut had not gone up against Turtle in that showdown, he would not have gotten out. Well, I I think that is is why he got out, right? Because he could have won against someone else. Yeah. Was that the season or was that the episode he got out? I thought it was. Because I thought that he had to go up against the Rhino in the end and then Rhino ended up winning just in like... Because I think that it was just like in the final performance, Rhino had a better choice. Yeah. And and see, I think... Even even if he wouldn't have had to go up against Turtle, I do think it kind of makes sense that he got out. Because, like you said, he fills the same role that Jesse McCartney did. Yeah. And so, the fact that he got out, it makes sense. Because it's like, okay, you have two very similar perform- performers, yeah. and Turtle was better. Well, the, and Turtle obviously, was better. in our final three, we had three very different performers. Because yeah. we had a pure rapper, pretty much. Yeah. Um, we had, you know, Jesse McCartney, and yep. then we also had... Katie Burris. Yeah, so, who you know, was more they were just all a straight very, singer. very different. Yeah, and um, I will say with with 
with Astronaut, he was obviously a very big fan favorite, and like a lot of people loved him. Yeah. And he was super charming. He was yeah. super charming. His character was super charming. And I do think his the mask kind of affected his performances. Because I've heard Hunter Hayes sing live in, in addition to the mask singer, and his voice is smooth as a as a baby's rear end. However It was not always as smooth it, yeah, on the show. It, it wasn't. And I have to I have to think that was because of the mask, because of like having to dance, which he's not used to doing. And I'm sure he has no visibility in that mask. Oh, I, I can't you know, because I mean every once in a while they'll have kind of a, a camera that'll yeah. show like what it looks like from inside a mask, and yeah. you cannot see Listen, Listen, in sixth grade, I was in a production of Peter Pan, and I played the bear. Is there a bear in Peter Pan, the musical, Lauren? No, there no there's not. not. That character was added. And I played that bear, and I played the heck out of that bear I did, Lauren. Okay. But I was in a bear costume, and I could not see a single thing out of that bear costume. I get what these performers are going through. I've been there. I've been there in the trenches with you wearing these masks. Trust me, it's awful. And they were hot. That costume was hot. There was I, I think bet. I I opened Act two, I think I was like the first thing on stage. Oh, wait, you've definitely told me about this. Yes, you and, like ran across the stage for no reason. Well, yes, yes, and but like <laughs> I I start on stage and I'm like sleeping and you know I have to get there obviously before um before the lights come up you know just to be ready and I was I was sitting there and I was I was sweating so hard. <laughs> That's the, that is the the sweatiest. Jackson Campbell has ever been in his entire life. Wow. In that costume. As you know, opposed to the past two weeks. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> in, in 116 degree weather in LA. Yes. But, you know, you're in that costume and like the lights came up and I was li- like, I thought I was going to pass out. I didn't, luckily. But I thought <laughs> I was going to pass out. Especially if you're supposed to be sleeping. That's yeah. Tough. Anywho. Yeah. But yeah, uh, another person who was definitely, I don't, like, she would not have won. Yeah. I don't think she would have been in the final yeah. three. But. Kangaroo should have made it much farther. Kangaroo should have made it, and she had much a really cool farther. costume too. Like I, I love the boxing costume. I did. I think, I I I think this was a little bit of sort of the not being a full overall performer. Yeah, because she she never really moved a whole lot, you know, right. just in general, which but is like fine. Her voice was one of the best of the season. Though. I agree. Well, and I also thought she had a really great arc too. Because she did. In her first she had a really great arc. She was yeah. very like nervous. Nervous. But once she kind of came into her own, she sounded awesome. Yeah. Like she I think did, even um, from the beginning, she sounded awesome. Her first performance was one of my favorites of the season was great too. Yeah. But no, she did. Um, I don't know what the song is actually called. Like breathe or no no air. It's called no, no air. Jordan Sparks. What? It's by Jordan Sparks. Right? Yeah. Let me tell you how that means. Yeah. No, yeah. I meant I, I couldn't figure out what the song was called. Oh, no, I know. But oh, okay. I was just saying, nowhere by Jordan Sparks. I was like, yes. it's not called Jordan Sparks. I was Sparks. confirming you. No, <laughs> <Okay>. yes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that performance was great. She had some yeah. really good ones. And I think that she could have shown us a lot more if she'd been able to stay on. Yeah. I was surprised she got up before Banana. Yeah, me too. Big time surprised she got up before Banana. Well, and I'll, I'll, it's also like... I don't know, with Brett Michaels, a lot of his songs that he did, he was, like, trying to imitate the person who did it first. So, yeah. like, he did Jailhouse Rock, I think, and he was, like, trying to do an Elvis voice, you yeah. know? So, I don't know. I don't think we really heard a lot of, like, his real tone. Well, I, I've, I've, well I feel like he probably did that to avoid people recognizing him. I mean, yeah. Because if he would if he would have gotten in his normal style, people probably would have gotten it he very like, quickly. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Brett Michaels, you yeah. know? So, I, I get why he did it, but, yeah. yeah. That it, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, who made it too far? There's one we obvious answer. We all know answer. White Tiger. Gronk. Gronk is a. <laughs> he's, he's a funny man. He's hilarious and he's so charming. He I does love those Gronk. Tide commercials. I love. Gronk. I love Gronk. He's great. He's he not a singer. Sing. He's not a singer. Sorry, Rob. What did he do? He did a. Uh... 
He did Ice Ice Baby for his first one. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that. No, no. But did he the... do We Will Rock You? Yes, he did. He did. Because he, he was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, He did. But it's like, that song barely has any singing in it. Yeah. And yet, he was still off key. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was so It off was key. just, I was like. The rhythm was off, like. I wonder. I wonder if how it's gonna go. I know it's it's not confirmed yet whether how they're gonna do the voting this year. You yeah. know, I wonder either way if this was a show that was like audience voted, people who watched it voted. I wonder if that would have helped or hurt Gronk. Huh? I don't know because he's a fan favorite. Like a lot of people loved him. He puts on well, fine yeah, and performances. I feel like people just knowing it's Gronk could have voted for him because they're like, I want to see Gronk go farther yeah. on this. Or it could have hurt him because it's like, wow, this guy really can't sing. And then you know, so I I just think that would be interesting. Yeah. But Rob Gronkowski made it farther than Dion Warwick or Shaka Khan. So let that Which sink in, everyone. Let that sink in. Yeah. Five Dionne seconds Warwick- of silence for that. Okay, that was only two seconds, but yeah. anyways. <laughs> no, but uh, Dionne Warwick, we kind of talked about her last episode because she was the mouse. Yes. And we knew right off the bat that, like, the mouse was someone who was definitely older because, yes. I mean, Nick Cannon was, like, kicking her arm and, like, escorting yes. her off yes, stage. Yes, yes, So we were like, yes, this yes, is yes, definitely yes, yes. an older an older person. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, we had legends on this episode. Legends, and yeah. Well, anyways. All right. Now, who's unmasking surprised us? I'm definitely going to talk about this first one. Yeah. So, the bear. <laughs> As we know, Sarah Palin, it was a weird experience for me because everyone else in our house knew that it was Sarah Palin because they had it spoiled for him. Yeah. And everyone... Because all these people who don't watch, who don't watch The Masked Singer found out about that episode because her performance was ridiculous. Yeah. She's like, baby got back. Yeah. Oh. And and everyone... my dreams. Yeah. Everyone else in the house was like, (laughs) uh, I know who this is and this makes it so much worse. Uh." And I was like, what are you guys talking about? I don't know why it's so weird. it's also like when we saw the clues or even you can, you know, even in the distorted voice, you could hear her accent. Yeah. I I didn't guess it though. No, but it's honestly like, I don't know if I would have guessed it just because Sarah, like... I feel like a lot of the people in The Masked Singer, you have athletes, you have singers, you have actors. She's been our only politician. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if I even would have thought of Sarah Palin as, like, someone I could choose from. Yeah. yeah. She's not even in the pool of options that you can think about. (laughs) But at the same time, if any politician was going to be on The Masked Singer, of course it was Sarah Palin. Yeah. And of course she did this song. It makes sense. I wonder if it's going to open the door for more politicians to be on the show. How interesting would that be if that became like almost like a mandatory part of a presidential campaign to be like, you got to do a stint in The Masked Singer. <laughs> you have to be on The Masked Singer. Come on out here, Joe. Like, no, no, no. Hear those I bones would, creaking. I want Bernie Sanders on The Masked Singer. Hello. <laughs> I want him to be like, I feel like you could tell. He, you know uh, what? No. Okay. Bernie Sanders would go on The Masked Singer. He would be the Scarecrow. Oh, I can that's see nice. it now. That's good. He'd be the that's Scarecrow. That's really good. And like- his, they probably have the voice, be like, but you'd definitely still be able to hear the, like, the, <laughs> he'd say something about the 1%. The 1%. And, like, you you just know. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. man. Oh, that would be great. Who else, who else would be good politician? Bernie would be good. He would have to be escorted on and off stage. Oh, definitely. He might break. Elizabeth Warren would do it. She would do it. She would She'd do, do it. AOC. AOC. Oh. I think she's just fun enough that she would do it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Who would she be? I feel like because she plays League of Legends. So maybe she'd be some kind of like fantasy character kind of oh, deal. Oh, true. That could be fun. That could be cool. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. Uh, Kitty was also uh, an surprising unmasking. Yeah. I was convinced 
it was either Natalie Dyer from Stranger Things or Sarah Hyland from Modern Family. Yeah. And you could not have convinced me it was not one of those two people. I didn't know who, but I knew it was one of those two, and I was so wrong. Well, the thing, too, was that, like, you know, I knew who Jackie Venko was. I did not. I had no idea who she Well, was. I'm pretty sure she's from Pittsburgh, and that's why I knew who she was. Oh, really? But she was, like, I think she was on America's, America's Got Talent. I think that's where, because when she was super young, she was, well, like, yeah, the yeah. youngest. No, she was, like, a 10-year-old opera singer, yeah. basically. Which is crazy, because, like, your voice usually isn't developed enough for that. But, A, she obviously wasn't singing opera, so she sounded very different. And, yeah. B, it's, like, when you know someone as a 10-year-old, and they're... You just, like, I feel like when you only see people, when they only have childhood fame, you, like, forget that they forget grow Forget that up. they exist, yeah. Yeah. I think that's really cool for her, though. Just, you know, talking about... something different. Yeah, and she was able to sort of put herself back out there. Obviously still an incredible singer. Yeah. But in a very new light than what she's known for. So Definitely. I think that I think that was really cool for her. But yeah, that was super... Very surprising. Super surprising. No yeah. Um, um, yeah. All right. So on to favorite performances. Obviously, Baby Got Back by Sarah Palin. Yeah. It was the best. Probably the most, uh, most viewed, I would say, probably yeah. out of any, any of them. Like on YouTube and everything. Incorrect. That was not my favorite performance. It was certainly will haunt my dreams for the rest of my life. That was not <laughs> most my favorite memorable, probably though. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Um, uh, Let It Go. That was the turtle performance I was not talking from about. Frozen. Yeah, different, different one. This is James Bay, I believe, the original artist yeah. behind that song. But that was the one moment of the season where I was like, oh, chills. We were like, we got to play that back. <laughs> yeah, and we did. We watched that one f- three or four times uh, that same night we watched that episode. So that was definitely my favorite, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you dropped a bomb on me from, from the, the frog. frog. That was one where he sang. And he That's sounded like the good. only one where he did anything yeah. at all. Yeah, and he sounded I good. liked it. I liked it. Uh, Hip Hop Hooray also was yeah. a good like. I feel like th- those were his best bars. Like he had his best flow of the season Definitely. on that one, you know. And so that was more in his style, best yeah. one, and not in his style. He dropped a bomb on me. Was great. Yeah. Uh, well, I did kind of want to talk about too. Like this was not one of my favorites per se, even though I thought you know the rapping part of when he did Fireball by Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. The Mr. rapping Worldwide. part was great. <laughs> And he actually did the Mr. Worldwide part of the beginning, too. But, like, is that right? okay, there's, again, very little singing in that song. But he proved yeah. that he could sing, you know? So the only singing is, like, the, I'm on fire. And he didn't do Go that. Ahead, he said, I'm on fire, 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 fire. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. Like, yeah. that song would have been a showstopper, I would say. If not for that, because that really took me out of it. <laughs> and he did you that with so? a lot of his songs. You think that would have been a show ever? Well, Fireball I thought, by Pitbull? I thought Pitbull. the dancing was fun. The dancing like, was his fun. His dancing was fun. The rapping was great. He had a special Frog. entrance that he came in through the audience. Frog is by far the best dancer we have seen on this show. I agree. So all of his dancing was better than anything we've ever seen. Yeah. But I hear But it. yeah, you know, it's just like, come on, like, sing this tiny little part that isn't yeah. even hard. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I respect him for, for sticking to the rap game. I guess. You know, I gotta respect him for that. Uh, and finally, Dancing on My Own by Kangaroo. That was her first performance, but it, vocally it was so good. It was very good. And once again, set the bar high, and I thought she continued to beat that bar, but I guess the audience didn't, so... Yeah. What? Oh, well. What? <laughs> Anyways... Uh, so, finally, our favorite masks. Yes. So, I will say, you know, I talked about on last season's recap about how sometimes you can tell the ones who maybe they don't think are going to make it too far when they don't put quite as much effort yep. into the mask or like yep. don't have as much detail. Yep. Elephant was not one of those. Elephant's Elephant mask was such a cool mask was that was dope. Tony Hawk. He got out his first episode. He did. I didn't think he had a bad voice. His voice was fine. No, but like... I understand why he got out. Yeah. 
But, but yeah, yeah, his, his mask, mask was, was so, so cool. cool. I'm surprised they did that, knowing that he would probably get out soon. Yeah, I will say, if you're listening to this now, uh, next week is Elephant Appreciation Day. Yes, it is. Next Tuesday, so the 22nd. Good for you, Elephants. So, we appreciate you. Cool, cool. Tony Hawk. Um, um, another yeah. White Tiger's mask was really cool. It was it really, was really cool. cool. Part of me is like, maybe that's why he stayed so long. They were like, we spent too much money on this <laughs> They're mask. like, elephants out, so we have to keep one of them. Yeah. Grok, but, Okay, one thing you. that did bother me, though, they made White Tiger's, like, fangs so yellow. And I was like, for what? <laughs> I mean, like... Every time they showed it up close, I was like, ugh. <laughs> I mean, he's a, he is a creature in the wild. I guess. He don't brush his teeth. You don't have toothpaste. Colgate ain't sponsoring White Tiger out there in the woods. The wild. Well, Gronkowski is sponsored by Tide Pod, so maybe you could have just chewed on those instead. Yeah, maybe. Alrighty, uh, Night Angel also had a super, super cool, cool costume. costume. Yeah. I will say the mouth was a little weird with that, the mouth being open, oh, but yeah. I'm also, we're positive that she requested that. Like oh, so yeah, that the yeah. it wouldn't get in the way of her voice. For sure, you know. I mean, she she hers Which was stands. like that. Season one, Gladys Knight's B costume was like that. True. So it makes sense. The powerhouse singers don't yeah. want anything in the way. I get it. Yeah. Uh, turtle was super cool. Turtle was, was the like same a, a old as Rottweiler. Turtle he for had me. Spikes. Yeah, it was just like like cool masks. Yeah. Cool. And then Frog. Frog was, was just like sleek. He was a baller. Like, we saw man. his costume from the beginning, and we were like, we don't know if this guy's going to be really, really good or really, really bad. Yeah. It was just, it, and it fit his his character really well, Definitely. too. Definitely. Well, and it gave him a lot of mobility. You know, it did, he, yeah. A lot of his dancing is very, like, leg-centric. Yeah. So, that's scanned. Yep. Uh, that's me yawning. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. So, season four, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, season four is premiering a week from today. A week from this moment. And yeah. our first episode, I guess, like, we, we have a preview episode for season four coming yes. out on Tuesday. So, Elephant Appreciation Day. Tuesday. Are we dropping that Tuesday? We are. Or Monday? Tuesday. I have it on the calendar. Should we drop it Monday instead? I don't know. On air. On air discussion. Uh, <laughs> You're hearing this. Because that would give people a couple days. We'll see. I Monday or Tuesday. I the day before it premieres, though. Look out, look out for it on Monday or know. Tuesday. Yeah. We'll post uh, it on our social media. Yeah. So go follow us. We will. Um, so yeah, that's super exciting. That was our season three recap episode. Lauren, any final thoughts on season three? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, yes, so if you don't know anything about season four, tune into our episode. We're going to have all the information that's possibly out there on the internet, how many contestants, uh, how it's going to work in this new world that we're living in, yeah. We're going to uh, rank the costumes. We are going to rank the costumes, make our far too early predictions before we even hear anyone on who we think <laughs> is going to win. Uh, we're going to, uh, something I'm really excited about is we're going to try to guess to see some of the people who might be on. Yeah. Maybe a Dr. Elvis might show up in my list. We'll Maybe see. Raven Simone again. Maybe Raven Simone again. Two two bold predictions that certainly there won't happen. But uh, that's gonna be us. So tune in for episode four, our season four preview. Preview on who is that? The Mass Singer Podcast. <laughs>